Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 213. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Deep breath. Bringing all awareness to this now moment. Find the natural rhythm of your breathing. Be here now. Please use your discernment. Only take the information that resonates in your heart space. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about the receptive nature that we are and fine-tune, so to simplify that aspect of self. Earlier, I was having a conversation in a family group text, and the concept or idea of Adam and Eve came up. And as I always recognize and honor the opportunity for a teach-learn exchange, I saw myself bring up the idea of Lilith, which refers to the idea of Adam's first wife, who was not submissive. She did not bow down. She knew her power. So they remove her out of the history books and replace her with a more submissive goddess or divine feminine that we call Eve. Immediately, I was in the essence of knowing it's a symbol. So I asked myself, well, what would this symbolize if Lilith refers to the Divine Feminine standing in her power and then being replaced by a more submissive Divine Feminine? And that question inspired this episode. So we will speak about the intuitive nature that the humanoid possesses along with the Divine Masculine aspect of self that essentially is not qualified to foresee. This is why I would really suggest as your brother to please use your discernment. I have no idea what we are going to speak about as I'm just watching myself talk. I send you all so much love. Thank you so much for all of your love and appreciation. I can feel the love and the support that you send this way. And please know, it is appreciated, and I send it back to you, along with miracles and blessings for your new year. Deep breath. Deep breath. We would begin by speaking about the concept of Adam and reminding us that, yes, it is a symbolism, 
of the atoms that make up your vessel. Six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, creating the humanoid vessel, which then is the culmination of what we call atom. A T O M. Eve representing electron. So as we simplify the idea of the receptive nature of the humanoid, it is our intention this episode is rather short and sweet. We would honor the symbolism and explain it in a way that would capture the essence of what we are intending to convey. As Earth is a realm of existence, to experience the illusion of being separate from yourself as God, you cannot come into this realm with your all-knowing. It would defeat the purpose of experiencing this default setting to know thyself. So, as the humanoids. Are a continuum of the expression of God's love. We have, you have, always been refined and updated. A new version has always come in to not essentially replace the old, but to be the refined version of the old. A continuum. So when the humanoid first created, the Lilith aspect refers to your receptive nature that was too good, and we say too good because the humanoid was on Earth and had direct access to the all-knowing. Defeated the purpose. So in your history, you will refer to what is called the missing link. The era in which the humanoid seems to have evolved at an accelerated rate, with no tangible reason or evidence as to this reason why this would happen. So the humanoid first came into Earth as the divine receptacle representing Lilith, your intuitive ability to know the All. Without evidence of what you know, meaning psychic ability or intuitive awareness, this was not, again, what Earth was created for. So there is a era in the humanoid experience where the DNA was manipulated, sort of like a cap or. Hot wiring, a manipulation of the genetic structure, so to give God the I am the opportunity to come to realize themselves as we are that God knowing thyself. So Lilith represents your divine feminine nature fully intact, not needing to see five sensorial data or evidence to know what you know. Again. Defeats the whole purpose of coming to Earth. We start by saying this to clarify that there is no problem here. In the idea of the cap being placed over the receptive nature or antenna 
This serves a purpose, to allow the I am to know thyself, to keep gathering data. And again, how can you do this if you're the all-knowing? So Lilith, representing your divine feminine nature that did not bow down to the five sensorial aspect. It did not need the proof to know what it knew. And that was again not what Earth was created for. So Eve, being the refined aspect of your feminine nature, giving you the capacity to co-create in real time, to realize yourself as I am, as the God awakening in man. We say God lightly as Prime Creator is just energy, pure source energy. Energy coming to know itself as consciousness and then translated as awareness, bearing witness to thyself. So Eve is your current divine feminine state, which is essentially, from the humanoid perspective, oppressed. But this is not the case. In the idea of this realm of existence being the patriarchy, we are not saying this is incorrect. We are just reminding us that there is another experience happening. So again, as we intend to simplify the receptive nature of the humanoid, rather the concept of the receptive nature, we would begin by saying, your intuitive guidance is always guiding you. But you are, as the humanoid, you are so loved. As the humanoid, you pay more attention to the what-ifs in the idea of your thoughts. So the five sensorial aspect of self, the divine masculine, is the thinker rather the perceiver of thought. What if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? I can't see evidence of my positive outcome. What if everything's going wrong? And the divine feminine aspect has always been with you this whole time in your negative emotion when you are thinking, what if this goes wrong? That's your receptive nature saying you are incorrect. And we have said this before, but we want to clarify and give you us solid ground to stand upon so that we can begin trusting that intuitive guidance. So what would it look like for the humanoid coming into the point of realization of their intuitive ability. It would look like you stop believing your thoughts. It would look like when the thoughts are racing or intrusive, you might start to say, nice try. Your thoughts are guessing. They don't know. And when you are guessing incorrectly, your intuitive nature, divine feminine, which has never left you, is letting you know, again, you're incorrect with the negative feeling you have when you think about the thing you're thinking that might happen. We hold this space 
for a very specific reason, and that is for the humanoid to stand in their sovereignty and to eventually and inevitably come to the realization there is only one presence here. But the mind is many. It translates and interprets the one in many ways. This is good. It is what it's designed to do to solve conflict, to solve problem that you essentially create, but essentially to bring you harmony through confusion. But as humanoids, we get so wrapped up on the what ifs, forgetting that the intuitive aspect of self is guiding us the whole time we are feeling the negative emotion when we are essentially self-prophesizing that something bad may happen. We have reached the point of development where we're realizing the Divine Feminine is not rising again. She has never left. We are all androgynous beings. And that intuitive guidance has been with us this whole time. Again, we have just been paying too much attention to the what-ifs, to the guessing. As the five sensorial aspect of self cannot foresee, it guesses what may occur based off the prior experience. So a few things are occurring in this experience. We would have a negative or not so pleasant time or moment in time and then the five senses remembers that. So it keeps creating more of solution based off the one problem it's focusing on. So we would love for the humanoid to disengage and to again operate outside of the conflict in a way that you know it's a guessing game. We want to change the narrative in the direction of what if everything goes right. Instead of I can't see the evidence of my positive outcome, what if everything works against me, what if everything unfolds negative and not in my favor. While in your inquiring about that, you would experience what would happen. Meaning when you're wondering, why can't I see my positive outcome? Does this mean that things are not working in my favor? You're going to get that experience in your physical world, in this holographic projection of your own dominant thoughts. So again, we want to keep this episode short and sweet and say this. The collective reality is on the brink of a shift because we as humanoids are on the brink of stopping the guessing game. We want to be active participants in the intuitive aspect of self and really trust that negative emotion is letting you know again you're incorrect. So we want to interact with the psyche in a way that we say, you don't know, speaking to the self, to the thoughts. You don't know. That's a guess. You're incorrect. And then keep observing the thoughts that are flowing and you will feel when you get closer to the glimpse of absolute truth. It's like playing this game when we were younger, Marco Polo, 
are hot and cold. To observe the navigate rather the experience with your eyes closed and another being or brother sister that you're playing with in that time or that game is letting you know warmer warmer colder cold that's your intuitive guidance and when you feel a negative emotion colder colder it's incorrect And then when you observe the thoughts and you start to feel a sense of ease or clarity in regards to what you are observing, warmer, heating up, warmer, closer, it's really that simple. We want to disengage from the guessing game now. But this is the thing, the guesses do not stop. It's like you are exploring your options. And whichever thought you attach to, whether it feels good or not, you are immediately confirming if you are closer to your intention or not. So if you have an intention, meaning we cannot speak on everyone's situation, we are not qualified as everyone on earth is experiencing their own journey. Only you know what your clearest intention is today. And only you, you know how close you are to it, meaning how good do you feel about the intention that you have. If you're feeling awful about the intention, meaning you can't see the evidence of the unfolding, that's your intuitive nature saying, focus the other way, I got this, let me guide you. Close your eyes, observe it, meaning just know it's there, but don't attach, don't become so rigid close your eyes, let me guide you. Also saying, just observe the thought, don't attach. Let the intuition guide you. And when you notice ourselves as humanoid courting or romanticizing a thought that doesn't feel good, we, and again, this language would be individual, but it might serve us to start saying incorrect, not correct, or You don't know, speaking to self, the five senses. And why don't the five senses know? Because it cannot foresee. It can only look back at prior experience. Who can foresee? The one that's guiding you when your eyes are closed, letting you know colder, warmer, that's your intuitive guidance. So when you feel not so good, colder. You're looking away from your clear intention. When you're feeling better and in ease, warmer, you're headed in the direction of well-being. There's no in-between, and all paths lead to your goal, yes. But we can harmonize the situation by trusting in the more qualified aspect of self that is our divine feminine nature. The divine aspect of you that is built to lead you or navigate you in this realm of existence that you cannot see your positive outcome. Doesn't that seem logical? That if you're not able to see with the two eyes forward, meaning in prediction, that you would have a more qualified aspect of self that's built to handle that job? Not your job. Not your job to foresee It's your job to feel, to stay clear in your intention. 
And then when the thoughts arise that say, well, it's not happening or what goes wrong, bad guess, incorrect guess, colder. So we want to see the value in the idea of ruminating intrusive or racing thoughts because it's giving us as individuals the opportunity to explore our options, meaning there are many paths to your outcome. And the one that feels better is the one that feels better, meaning warmer, take that path. The ones that don't feel so good, colder, you're going away from your intention now. So Lilith representing warmer, Adam representing colder, he didn't know. And we're, we're saying he very lightly. Adam is not speaking of a being. Adama or Adam refers to the humanoid race. In the first incarnation on earth where we were not able to foresee, but we had Lilith within us, the divine feminine aspect that did not refer to five sensorial realm. It did not bow down to the man. But there was an imbalance in polarity. Because again, that defeated the purpose of this realm of existence. So then we were refined. And now we are honoring what we call Eve. Again, symbol for the electron. The aspect of self that feels electrified when you are closer or away from your goal. The part that feels better when you're looking in the direction of what is for you. So where in your life are you not seeing the evidence of your positive outcome yet? And that we are now realizing because we are paying too much attention to the guesses. So what does it look like as those thoughts do not stop and the guessing game continues? What would it look like for the humanoid coming to home and utilize the receptive nature in the way that it was built and designed to be utilized. Deep breath. So what would it look like for the humanoid reaching a point of development where we are utilizing our intuitive guidance in the way that it was designed to be utilized. It would look like we stay present. That we stay in the moment. That's where the guidance can be found. Why? Because the future does not exist until you get there. And how do you get there? You are guided to it. And what stops us from being guided to it? We keep looking back, creating from the past. Why? Because we're utilizing five senses to move forward and that's not its job. Whose job is it? Our intuitive guidance. Where can your intuition be found? In the moment. How come it can't be found in the future? Because it don't exist until you get there. So why are we being asked to stay in the moment? Because we are creating the future in real time. As we go. So the refined humanoid today would know the boundaries in regards to that negative emotion when we are time traveling. Example looks like cows 
who are in a sort of land or pasture, a, a plot of land where cows are, and there is an electric fence keeping them within the boundary. That negative emotion is that electrical current that's saying, "Oh, oh, you're stepping out of the moment." And then what do we do? We hold on to the electric, electrified fence. Why? Because we keep foreshadowing or foreseeing, and that aspect of self is not qualified to do that. So the negative emotion we're feeling is that fence keeping us in the present moment, so that we can tune in to that intuitive guidance. The cows know that's where their food is. That's where the shelter is. That's where the love is in the moment, where they're taken care of. Ideally, essentially, they would be taken care of in the space that they are tended to. So, if the future does not exist until the humanoid lines up with it, doesn't it seem logical that we have been self? Fulfilling or fulfilling self-prophesized doom and gloom, because we keep projecting our prior experience into the future. And again, as Earth is this realm of existence where we are allowed to experience our most dominant thought, the divine feminine, our intuitive guidance, has just been waiting for us to get present. We have said many times. The guidance is clear, but you're not very clear. As humanoids, collectively, we're not very clear because we keep looking back and then creating our conclusions of what future might look or be like based off what we have already experienced. Not very wise. So, if you are in a situation where you are finding yourself perpetuating a negative experience, it would serve and support. Us to get present in the now. Deep breath, so that we can be supported where the guidance is. The intuitive guidance is not in future. Nothing's in future. Nothing's even in past. We're referring to chemical reactions or data, because the body remembers everything. So we don't want you to feel so down. On yourself, or feel defeated if you can't seem to navigate your way through the momentum you have created. It's really about getting in the moment, be present, so that you can feel the nudge of hot or cold, warmer, colder. If you're closer to the goal or not, that can only be perceived in the now. So in the now, the guessing game does not end. All the thoughts again racing or ruminating. Again, see it as options to explore. But in the exploration, we're not attaching; we're observing, and then we would align with the thought that feels better. But if we are honoring every single guess and Uh, internalizing every single、um, doom and gloom, maybe or what if, we're not creating the quantum space that would allow us to receive the intuitive guidance that is designed to lead us what we call forward. 
So we need to allow the thoughts to run and race and be intrusive and ruminate and come back, whatever that might look like. So to watch them and you will essentially dissolve them without attaching to them. Let's refine that. When you don't attach to them, they will dissolve. And then we create space for the intuitive guidance that has been there this whole time in the negative and positive experience. Because again, negative emotion, colder, harmonious experience, warmer, that's your intuitive guidance that has never left you. So much focus on how do I activate my spiritual gifts? How do I connect with my guides? How do I come to know higher self in the moment when we're fully present? Where intuition is, what's this word, exalted? Your intuitive guidance is propelled in the now. That's the point of singularity. We want to stay in as much as possible. And how do we stay in it? By observing that which takes us out of the moment. Just watch it. And then again say, wrong guess, incorrect. As the thoughts again are giving you options. As you can take all paths lead to source. You can take any path. But as humanoids, we have discovered or realized it just feels better to feel better. You can't feel better in the past. We can't feel better in the future. We feel better right now. And then that creates the dominant essence of what we are, which will become the future. You are your future right now, but you are also the past right now. This is why we would say do not attach to the past or future. Stay in the now, observing both options, and then again aligning with the ones that feel warmer, closer to your goal. So if we simplify, we want to observe the thoughts that are essentially giving us a point of preparation, meaning those thoughts that are doom and gloom just want us to be safe. So it's no problem here. We're not up against an enemy. It is our own thoughts, but it's not an enemy. It's trying to keep us safe. But the thoughts can't do that because it only refers to prior experience. And essentially, it really remembers the experiences that you were not safe or you did not feel so good, so to keep you safe. So we want to discover what this exchange with thyself looks and sounds like for thyself. Because every being is individual. This was not one size fits all. That's the beauty of this experience. Discovering what works for you. But we would offer some support or tips in regards to standing in the present, taking your power back, and aligning with that intuitive guidance that can only be found in the present. One thing is to call the thoughts out. Even out loud. Incorrect. How do you know it's incorrect? Because it feels bad. What does feel bad mean? Colder. Not, not correct, not in alignment with your clear intention. So one thing is to call the thought out, incorrect. Another thing is to call self out. You don't know better. Talking to five senses, you don't know. 
talking to self, we would say to self, self, you don't know. You can't predict. You can't foresee. We would even ask, how do you know it's going to unfold negative? And then the answer would be, you don't know. I don't know. Why don't you know? Because you can't foresee. And why can't you foresee? Because five senses are designed to honor previous experience or prior. Why? To keep you safe in the allowing yourself to go forward. And what aspect of self keeps you safe? The aspect of self that has always been here. Our intuitive guidance. What we might call oversoul or higher self. Again, the being that you're playing the game with that's telling you hot or cold when you are getting closer to your intention or goal that's never not been with you we've just been overriding that guidance because we spend so much time ruminating on the prior experience because we're so afraid we're not safe so another thing we would say is i am safe enough to stay in the moment i give myself permission to stay present I give myself permission to let go of the past experience. And where is it going if you're letting go? Within, it's being integrated, knowing its rightful place as the observer of prior situation, circumstance, and experience. That's its place to look back. But the intuitive guidance that leads us what we call forward again is not really forward moving it's right now moving watching observing us align with options which are essentially the racing or intrusive thoughts so if we simplify we get to choose we are not choosing from a experience meaning the humanoid did not choose to come here the soul did you are choosing in real time and where's real time in the now so then when we're looking back at prior experience that didn't feel so good or were rather negative what's happening there that's what we're choosing why because wherever our focus is it becomes the dominant essence of our state of mind and since earth again this holographic experience of our collective most dominant thought we are choosing to not feel so good when we keep referring to experiences we remember that didn't feel so good in real time you're not punished you're not blessed the universe is responding to your most dominant essence your thoughts feelings emotions and actions so if we stay present what does this mean we're choosing to be guided by god the i am source energy love whatever word you have for it when you are present and allowing yourself to be in the now that does bring up a sense of vulnerability and in that vulnerable expression we are as humanoids essentially sending the signal to the aspect of self intuitive guidance that does want to lead us what we call forward so what are we saying face your fear take the leap of faith put yourself in situations where you are vulnerable and where is that situation in the now why is it vulnerable in the now because five senses refers to prior experience and sends you those data imprints in the now why does it do this because it wants you to stay safe as you're moving forward how can you stay safe moving forward if you're looking at past you can't 
So how can we stay safe moving forward in the now? So what do we do when those thoughts arise that remind us you're not safe? Maybe a negative thing's going to happen. We say, colder, incorrect. That's not correct. How do we know it's not correct? Because you are safe. You are safe and perfectly supported and guided at all times in the negative and positive emotion. The negative positive essentially from this perspective is no difference. They're both leading you in the direction of well-being. Negative emotion is just doing it from another side of the spectrum. Just saying, oh, you're incorrect, that don't feel good, keep moving forward. Positive emotion, oh, you're correct, that feels good, keep moving forward. It's all working for us. The negative positive is a mechanism that was designed to navigate this experience that we cannot foresee with five senses. So the negative emotion this whole time that we've been worried and dreading that might happen, it might happen because you're focused on it. So what are we going to do now? Stop focusing in the direction that don't feel good. What does this mean? It means be mindful of it, but do not attach to it. How are we mindful of it without attaching? Calling it out. Incorrect. Talking to self again. You don't know. Five senses can't foresee. So as humanoids, we have been putting our happiness on hold for so long because we're afraid to be happy. That sounds strange, as humanoids just want to be happy. And you are. But when we are creating from prior experience, you don't want to be happy. You're perpetuating the story or the um, truth in that time, meaning it is an aspect of truth that has become the story, but it's not the absolute truth. It was a moment in time. So we have been putting our happiness on hold because essentially we are afraid to be vulnerable because in the vulnerability we activate that intuitive guidance that was designed to lead us towards well-being. The tug of war is done. And we are in rejoice and celebration to connect with this group of souls that would agree to be the representatives of an intuitively guided being by calling out your own thoughts, disengaging from the sense of thinking or feeling you're not safe to move forward, and then realizing forward does not exist, future does not exist unless we're in the now. But we again are afraid to be in the now because we refer to prior experiences that does not allow us to feel safe in the now. And what do we do there? Call it out. Incorrect. Wrong guess. As thoughts again would represent options. And you can choose any one. All paths lead to source. But there is a more harmonious way. So if we simplify, the idea of utilizing your intuitive guidance is that there is no difference between negative and positive. One is letting you know warmer closer to the goal, the other colder, further away from the goal, both leading you in the direction of your clear intention. So now the work or intention here would be to have a clear intention and stay present so that you can follow the nudge 
or the breadcrumb in the direction of the situation, circumstance, brother, sisters, beings, data, or resources that will lead you to that clear intention. Because remember this again, the negative and positive is leading you towards your clear intention. But we as humanoids get so wrapped up in the options, in the thoughts. So are you warmer or colder in regards to being closer or further away from your clearest intention. And if you're not sure, this would be the indicator to get more clear in your intention and stay present so the intuitive aspect of you can lead you towards that thing you feel you would feel better in the experiencing of. So what do you want? From your heart's perspective, What is your heart's true desire today? And when the thoughts come up that make you feel afraid or down or concerned, worried, incorrect. Find the other thought. Choose another option that's warmer leading you towards that goal. Yes, 